It is March 11th, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar. Look, uh, there's a lot to talk about tonight, obviously, with AEW Dynamite and NXT on the USA Network. But the top story on everyone's mind is coronavirus uh, and the actions that are being taken. The speculation that as soon as tomorrow morning, WrestleMania could be uh, altered, postponed. I don't think canceled outright. Uh, but the NBA, right before we went on the air, announced that they have suspended the rest of their season uh, after a player tested positive. Uh, people were being quarantined. President Trump uh, went on the air tonight with a national address talking about steps and measures that are being taken to stop the outbreak and slow the spread of uh, COVID-19 coronavirus. So we're going to talk about AEW. We're going to talk about NXT. But I think first and foremost, all the tweets that I'm getting, I'm sure you guys as well, are about WrestleMania Mm-hmm. And people that are concerned now, Matt, you're in Florida where there's something like 30 cases. I know as the mayor of a city, uh, you have an additional concern about the vigilance to uh, to stop the spread or slow the spread of this. Um, it seems very realistic tomorrow that Tampa might pump the brakes on mania. Vince McMahon and WWE doesn't want to. I mean, was was this even fathomable to to you even a week ago, even Monday when we were talking no. about it? No, it's one of those deals in which we were talking before we went on air that you hope that this is just media overblowing something or somebody, you know, but it's not. And, uh, man, it's a scary time not to not to make it sound worse to anybody watching this. Right. And we're going to get to the show because we want to get your minds off this crap as well and, and, and do what we can to entertain you guys. And we will. But we also know a lot of you guys are asking these questions. So I thought it was pretty cool, Glenn, to want to lead the show off with this because that's all we were talking about. We didn't even talk about wrestling because we know most of you guys are probably thinking the same thing. So, Yeah. I mean, Justin, I think we've even said in the past an act of God will not move Vince McMahon's hand. Uh, But in this case, the U.S. government or the state government might be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, if you actually go back, there's a DVD, chronological DVD of the WWE put out years ago about uh, WrestleMania, and, and one of the concerns was, you know, when they when it's being when it's outside, what if it rains? And there's a quote I, I forget who relayed the quote, but there's a famous quote that Vince has of it's WrestleMania, it's not going to rain, and that's just on the instance of, of worrying about rain, you know. Uh, so I, I can't imagine what he's feeling. I mean, this is this is be this 36 rendition of, of of what has made him his fortune, what he built from the ground up. I can't imagine how frustrated it is for him to be if he gets told by the government you can't do this for the sake of of humanity you cannot do this. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's postponed to a later time in Tampa. It's hard to say what, yeah. when you postpone it to because you don't know the timeline. So, you know, as Matt said, we're going to get to these shows. But what I find interesting, you know, Monday Night Raw in a couple in this Monday is here in Pittsburgh. I was going to be at this Raw. It's one of the biggest Raws you've had with The Undertaker doing a contract signing for his WrestleMania match with Stone Cold to celebrate 316 Day and, and who knows what else. Um, but if they come out tomorrow on Thursday and say this show is not – even if they say the show is postponed, but it's not going to happen until at least June. I will, does- drive, I will drive, not fly, to Pittsburgh, and I will lock you in your home from going to that arena. What are you, what are you thinking? Uh, depending on what happens, I might still be going. So I, I don't know. But, uh, but 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 point is, I'm trying to think. Like, what does WWE do? Like, if they don't know when they, I mean, does WWE have to? Here's, what, here's does it, WWE you, suspend events? Do they suspend me, events? Here's the thing: you're not taking into account WrestleMania's biggest portion of that payday is not American paying fans. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not. No. It's that foreign market, and with you know, them putting on a, a travel ban to Europe. Yeah, but from Europe. Not, 
Does yeah. WWE suspend? Do they do the same thing and say we don't need to have arena full of fans and if we don't even have pay per views to build to? Like, does WWE I say we see them still doing their sh- their televised shows to be the sport that still steps up and does something like they did after nine eleven? Because here's the deal: it'd be in empty arenas, you know. But here's my next question: could they ex- can they afford that expense? I don't know. I don't know the yeah. answer. Yeah, and plus. You know, I, I, there's a nobility to what you're saying, Matt, but like, you know, you know this pro wrestling thrives off of sound and emotion. It's one thing to have a novelty gimmick match of Rock and Mankind Empty Arena, or we've seen it a few one toss to try to put together full shows of emotion with empty arena. I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to put the crew? Are you going to put the, but, but I mean, like, at the risk, are you going to get the crew sick? I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Do you put, do you, do you, do you suspend? What do you I mean? Do, what do you do things out of the performance center like we saw from NXT tonight? I don't have the answer to that. I'm just telling you, I, I know how that guy thinks and, and the company thinks generally. And they'll try everything in their power to figure something out, not just sending their own talent home for three months. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would actually argue that there's a silver lining for WWE Weekly TV that they could actually do some really good programming um if they didn't have to work within the constraints of the live arena they could do more stuff like the backlot brawl they could do more backstage segments hell they could get all of the talent for the next three weeks and say you know what guys let's shoot this like like tv let's just spend three weeks shooting three months worth of episodes and go home and be with your family and isolate during this mm-hmm. creatively i don't think it's an issue but for wrestlemania in particular given the live draw that is i mean we're talking it's it's a super bowl size and this, cash infusion and this sucks i spent half the day dealing with and what was ultimately productivity and good news for our event it's supposed to be in Tampa yeah. on april 3rd which might not happen now we'll find out tomorrow but i mean i i mean and that's just that's a very small thing obviously but a trickle down effect like then if wrestlemania is gone then that then all the right. you know wrestlecon all the events and all the money that come i mean this is this is a i mean this is you know, I don't know. This is uh, tomorrow is going to be very interesting to see what it comes I, out of it. I mean, I will tell you now. Granted, I, you know, uh, I can't divulge to the client, but my advertising agency, uh, we had just launched a major campaign with a travel-related advertiser, and uh, yeah, we had to pull all the ads yesterday. I've never seen force majeure come into a situation with my business, an act of God. Uh, but this is going to affect a lot of industries and live events. First and foremost, Coachella was postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're seeing uh, events being canceled left and right. I feel that it's um, almost irresponsible for the WWE to try and soldier on or have defiance with this. And and let me say, look, we've been talking about our meetup in Tampa, Justin. I, I want to go and spend time with the fans no matter what. But let me just tell you, forget forget um, you know my safety. I'm in a county right now that has three confirmed cases. They won't tell us which city. They were all community uh, transmitted cases. I would have to get on an airport shuttle with people from my community, go to the San Francisco airport where there are a couple dozen cases, sit with her, get on a plane with people. I don't want to put anyone at risk, you know, forget my safety. And that's, that's what it comes down to. This isn't just about not catching something. It's about yeah. not spreading it. And that's I, where I'm going to the and, belly of the, of the beast here in Florida, as far as Tampa goes, like that's where yeah. all of our, and I'm not like you know Matt was joking about you know Matt was I'm going to go to Raw this Monday. I'm not I'm not as shocked yet because I'm in I'm in I'm in Pittsburgh. I'm in Allegheny County in Western PA. So far the clo- there's no cases here. The closest cases here are Cleveland, which is three hours away, and then four hours on the eastern side of PA. So like I still feel safe, but I know it's probably just a matter of time until they start popping up. It's just it's inevitable. But 
Yeah, they sent the National Guard into a city in upstate New York, where an outbreak is happening. Oh, new, I mean, oh yeah, new, new Rochelle. Yeah. I mean, Matt, could you imagine as the mayor of a town, the National Guard is coming to your city because of an outbreak? I mean, that's that's just a nightmare. So I think whatever drastic measures need to be taken right now will be nothing compared to if we just wait on this, let it get worse, and that's where. That's where I think it's biblical proportions uh, if we ignore this. So yeah. I don't know. You know, call me a cook, call me a liberal, whatever. It's like uh, I want to err on the side of caution. I've read so much about this, and uh, there seems to be a real consensus about the threat that's posed. Um, that being said, yeah, it, it's, it's going to affect professional wrestling. I mean, there's no way it can't. But Matt, you know, two years ago, the WWE had an outbreak of mumps. Like, when's the last time you heard about somebody getting the mumps? And the WWE, it went through the locker room. So, to yeah. your point, I mean, they have a, they have an obligation to protect the talent. They have an obligation to protect the fans. Yeah, they do. Well, let me ask yeah. you this: if if yeah. if somehow if somehow they don't cancel Mania, if they do, if they say something like, "We will refund anybody who wants to refund tickets, but we will accept anybody who does want to still come within the United States," because I know there's the whole European uh, about uh, thing that the Trumps said tonight. Like, are, would you still come if they say you're allowed I'll- to? Get a freaking hazmat suit, and I'll just uh, <laughs> soldier through it. Do the chat about that again, because this is moving quickly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the – and look, I said a week or two ago, oh, I could see maybe something. Everyone's like, oh, no, that's crazy. Like, I feel bad for even putting the idea out there. But as Matt said, yeah, this is moving so fast. It's changing so quick. Um, who knows? Who knows uh, what's going to happen and what the, uh, the impact is going to be. But that being said uh, – just a hell of a distraction from uh, professional wrestling tonight, perhaps rightfully so. Um, I think we've covered just about everything with this. Uh, yeah, everything that could be said. Let's talk about something positive. Yeah. Uh, well, AEW tonight, Dynamite from the Maverick Center in West Valley City, Utah, uh, opening with Cody. With uh, well, actually, we opened with Hangman Page talking to Tony Schiavone about who his partner was going to be for a tag team match later in the evening. Then we had a match with Cody uh, versus Ortiz. Um, I mean, the real headline of this match, I mean, Cody won via submission. It was a good match with some good back and forth. But after that, with uh, the cheap shot on Cody, the inner circle coming out, and um, yeah, what would you think of this uh, for a start to the show, Matt? I, I don't – I just don't – I think they're a good tag team. I just yeah. – and I like them. I just don't think each – I think it's always a given, you know, when they put them in singles action, you know, against AEW's next top baby face, right? Yeah. Before it was uh, – what's his name? Moxley. And um, now it's Cody. I, I just don't – I don't think anyone when that bell rings is going, hmm, you know? Well, and, and- Ortiz and whoever's going to win. No one's, ever, no one's ever thinking that. Well, and to me, the headline taken away from this match was Cody's in the ring, and Jake Roberts comes to the crowd and sits front row with who we now know is his new client, yeah, uh, Lance Archer. So that was to me that was the takeaway of we now know uh, who Jake is representing. So that that crosses off one mystery guest as we're waiting to see the others, which is really good for Lance. Lance doesn't have to cut his own promos, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming off Jake's promo last week, I mean, he's white hot right now. Yes. Uh, so Cody won that via submission afterwards. Uh, they were uh, attacking him. And uh, the, oh, pardon me, in the backstage, uh, Matt Jackson had been attacked. Uh, or was it Mac? No, was it Nick? 
Sorry, I apologize. I'm reading this. I was paying attention tonight in addition to everything else that was unfolding. It was Nick put on the stretcher. Matt went with him to the hospital uh, with Cody after the match. And the spot, well, like it wasn't a spot. It was they obviously just, but the imagery looked good. They had him like crushed under one of those garage doors and blood coming out. Yeah. It, looked like, it looked like a scene from a horror movie. It looked pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it looked, that was well shot. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, but, between that and uh, the performance center uh, beat down at the end, this was a good night for uh, yeah. backstage fights. Yeah. Uh, we had Bea Priestley teaming with AEW Women's World Champion Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida tonight. Is it Bia or is it B? I thought it was Bia. Maybe it's B. I keep hearing both. That's why I, I don't heard both. I don't know. Yeah. This was a good match. These were no, no. I've always, you know, got down on them and said, like, they keep putting women's talent out there more times than not. That they would, they've not given us enough time to emotionally invest in. Um, these were two that I'm definitely interested in getting more emotionally invested in. These are two really good talents. Yeah, it was one of the better, <laughs> one of the better women's tag matches that AEW's had. Um, you know, yeah, kind of pretty straightforward, but yeah, nothing. It's kind of like less is more. Nothing, nothing glaringly bad about it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And not Nala Rose uh, pinned Bea Priestley for the win. Didn't like that. Didn't like Bea Priestley losing, but whatever. She's got a really good look. I think she could. Uh, she looks different. Really be developed uh, well if they uh, give her a good story. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about this uh, anti-Dark Order promo. Christopher Daniels doing a parody of the Dark Order videos. What did you think of this, Matt? Funny. I thought it was pretty funny. It was good. I dug it. Yeah. Justin. Good. Yeah, good Good. Uh, good showing of, of, of Daniels' comedic side. And I know that I know they like throw to it far later when they're promoting what's next week, but I think it's appropriate to state now. They promote next week from Rochester, New York. Wait. The Dark Order Sorry. will... The Dark Order will, uh, we will, they will present us the Exalted One. So, you know, with Lance Archer being with Jake, I've said it last couple of weeks. Matt Hardy with the Dark Order doesn't make sense. The Dark Order is going to remain heel. Matt's going to be a red hot baby face if and when he shows up there. Uh, Rochester makes sense for debuting Luke uh, Brody Lee, who's from that town. So that would seem to yeah. you know, be a, a logical guess now. And quick correction, uh, uh, Nala Rose hit Sheeta with the Beast Bomb on the cover, not Bea Priestley. I apologize. This was at the point where uh, I was watching three things at once tonight mm-hmm. between uh, AEW, NXT, and the President's Address. So uh was a little more distracted than usual this evening. Uh, let's talk about MJF, the Butcher, and the Blade with the Bunny and Wardlow via Jurassic Express. And uh, the excessive finisher that... MJF put on Marco's stunt, which was just an animated GIF waiting to happen. <laughs> He's a heat magnet, man. He's good. He is so good. He's so entertaining. Um, this was good for what it was worth. Yeah, I mean, it was fun, but there was a lot of things about it that I st- maybe I was getting nitpicky, but like there was m- more of some bad ref distraction spots that didn't make sense. I didn't understand, and commentary said it as well, right as I was thinking of it, and I, I was like, is this commentary? Is this Tony and JR like kind of shooting? You, got this, you have a six-man tag situation here. Why is Luchasaurus the baby face that you're beating up for all the heat, and you're giving the mm. hot tag to Marco and to Jungle Boy? You have this monster in Luchasaurus. Shouldn't he be the one who's pacing like a caged animal in the apron 
while Marco and and Jungle Boy get the ass their ass kicked. That that was kind of baffling to me that they did that. Um, I mean, I don't know. So those are things that, like, as I'm watching it from, I guess maybe a psychology standpoint, I didn't understand. It was still fun. There, again, there was some weird time spots that you know they tried to break up a three count and like the ref Aubrey had to like just hold her hand up and wait because it was they were really behind on time. Again, maybe maybe stuff that the regular fan doesn't notice, but to me, it kind of did take me out of it some. I but you know whatever. That that was my biggest problem with this. Was there was a lot of question marks and putting the match together, how they did it, why they did it. You know, Wardlow's spot of, you know, they did a spot of bunnies up on the apron, Blade, or Butcher, or, yeah, Butcher's pushing somebody off the off the top rope. Meanwhile, Wardlow's running Luchasaurus on the steps. The cameras couldn't catch it all. It, it just seemed like there wasn't, it wasn't as thought out maybe as it, as it needed to be. Um, but uh, I want to thank Bob the Builder for a $10 Canadian super chat. Uh, I won't put it on screen. He wants no opinion on coronavirus. Uh, I guess he came in late. Uh, listen to the show when it publishes. Go back to the beginning. Bob, uh, we have an extensive, extensive amount on it there. Damian Cole with the super chat saying, uh, Brody Lee, right? But then what does Matt do? So, yeah, the exalted one being announced next week. Is Brody Lee really a leader of a group, though? Come on. Be an upgrade. Well, he comes from a Dude, he's bigger than every single one of them. Immediately, yeah. so he, so I mean, but he, but he, he does, you know, he is. People have recognized him from. They recognize him from the Wyatt family. That's he's been part of cult I, world. I, mm. it, but Matt makes no sense. You, I, you're not going to get. It has to be either one of them. Yeah, I don't know. But in terms of what does Matt do? I mean, I think you know, you're all the, the question going off the air is, you know, the, the question going off the air is, is there going to be enough numbers to face the inner circle and blood and guts? I think you could potentially have, you know, Matt as a, you know, if if, if it looks like. Uh, if it looks like being the elite, it looks like the Bucks and Kenny and Cody, if all those guys, if there's one down, if there's one short, um, and maybe Matt comes into play there. Uh, but again, he doesn't make he doesn't make sense at this point for the Dark Order. So after that win, we got a recap of the main event from last week with Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho beating Darby Allen. We had a cool vignette for Darby Allen showing someone in a body bag wearing a Sammy Guevara mask. Allen had a Jericho mask on. Got in the truck, pulled the potty bag around the yard with music playing in the background. Man, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not crazy to think that if they had to go to a pre-taped format, they could do cool things with it. They could do amazing things. I mean, it could actually hours be... though for Raw is way too much to be able to. Do yeah, I know. I think they'd have to cut to two hours. Yeah, but it's something, and it would do something different. I agree with you. I mean, but Dar- I mean, just what Darby does with these vignettes. I just think that it, like, like let's turn lemons into lemonade and uh, do something positive with it, creatively. Um, oh, let's talk about the Britt Baker with Tony Schiavone segment interrupted. She was just in Utah, and uh, Big Swole coming out. Yeah, and, and Big Swole looks like she's about to get a push. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, and I like the, you know, I like the the shots they took at each other, you know, Britt says, you know, your, you know, your boyfriend is the only one in your household that people care about. She's alluding, she's referring to Cedric Alexander, who's over on raw. Uh, and NXT. They, or no, he's on raw. He's been getting buried on oh, Cedric. I'm sorry. I thought you Cedric. meant, uh, she was referring to Adam Cole. Yeah. And then, uh, well then, then big swole goes and holds her ring up and goes, I'm married, baby. Ah, uh, and knock at the fact that Adam Cole and Britt are not yet married. So, I mean, it was, I mean, you know, and then this is cool. Yes. That is a little weird to pull in their significant others from WWE programming. 
it is. It's not who they are. It's not what makes them up as to who they are either. So I'm not a fan of it either. But that was a good diss. If we're just talking straight disses, that was a good one. Yeah, it's not like they're. It's not like that. It's AEW knows their audience is smart enough to know who these girls are in relationships with. So I, I feel like it's like no harm, no foul for like for a one-off. You don't want to make that like the center point of a storyline, but for a one-off diss, you know. But with Brit, it feels like they've done it a few times now. Yeah. You know, she doesn't do herself favors showing up at the shows, but what she's supposed to do, that's her guy. She's supposed to, yeah, I tell you what, she watches the backstage. That way it stays out of the way, and then people don't get, your own company doesn't rib you and then make you, you know, sit in front row at the following AEW show. Just, I just don't think they need to have any attachment to WWE whatsoever. Well, especially if they really want to give her a push and make her seem like a big entity. I mean, big entity I don't know. By herself. She don't need that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it would annoy the hell out of your wife, Matt. If all day, every day at work, people were asking her about Matt Morgan. Like, there goes Matt Morgan's wife. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That'd suck. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, it is interesting. Hopefully, they don't play too much with that. But I think uh, a feud between these two could be great. Yeah. Joey Janela and Private Party versus Death Triangle, Pack Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix. Um, this was a it was a good match. It was, it was a very good match. I was happy to see Janela back on. Um, but out of the bunch, he, he, like those guys, five of the six of them are just like freaking a hundred miles an hour, lightning quick. They're so quick, and all the stuff these guys are able to do out there. I was entertained by this. Yeah, good. Uh, you know, a, a necessary win for the 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 Death Triangle and uh. Yes, Glenn, Glenn. I know we all saw it on social media. I'm glad that we see. You know, we have the inner circle, we have the the the, the death triangle, and we do have a, a referee rhombus. Uh, <laughs> as AEW, as somebody tweeted a picture of the referees having fun. I saw that doing a rhombus. What about ours? Rhombus. People are stealing our shit. Excuse my French, but I'm getting sick of this. People are stealing our stuff. First, wash these hands. Royalty uh, checks. Pot committed was stolen. Glenn. That Glenn Rubenstein thought of. Well, it's actually, I made a joke. Someone in the chat made a joke. It came from this podcast, but still, pride in ownership. Um, yeah, the watch these hands thing. Oh my god, my Twitter timeline blowing up for forty eight hours. Everyone tagging well, me. That then, what do we call ourselves? The uh, what, octagon. What do we call it? What do we call? Well, ourselves? there was the circle of sh- what was it? The the yeah, sphere of shame. shame. Yeah, something. The of sphere shame. of shame. Uh, <laughs> we had we had a lot last week. That was actually pretty good last Wednesday. Good, a lot of good uh, shape related. And the chat room is the best. And let me just say this, Matt. I'm going to toss this out there. I'm, I'm publicly just putting this out there. Uh, I didn't ask my co-hosts about this off the air. If for some reason, uh, well, not if in the likelihood of Mania being canceled and us right. not doing our meetup Friday. Yeah. We're going to do something for the fans. I'm I'm just going to call it now, Matt. Maybe we'll do a series of uh, some podcasts that aren't even about wrestling. Maybe we'll do some live Q&A stuff. Like, we should do something a little extra to take care of postponing that meetup we're going to have in Tampa. We have a fundraiser that we're doing here. Yeah. No, children, no children will be at it. It's um, for Seminole County leadership class I'm a part of. And it's only going to be like 100 people that will be invited to this thing. Yeah. And it's a wrestling event that I'm going to be wrestling. Oh, wow. So I was wondering if, if maybe I could stream live or something. I don't know. We got to think it's stream that. for these fans. Yeah, we got to do some stuff. I was thinking about today. And I was like, we got to put out some bonus episodes, do some stuff with the chat. And Glenn, something. will you agree, even though we've not checked on this with the show's proprietor, as you would say, owner and proprietor, um, that 
no matter what happens, mania will eventually take place. And Absolutely. when it does, we will definitely still do our thing out there. If I'm alive and kicking, I'll be there. We will be able to ever say that. Could you say that? As long as it's not the weekend man going to Aruba, I'll be there. I said this to you guys off the air. Part of the reason I'm a little more freaked out about this is that half the people that have died have high blood pressure. I'm sure from looking at me, you can tell I have high blood pressure and hypertension. Like it's yeah, so it's like I want to and plus one other thing, but and then yeah. we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it through this. Mm-hmm. Uh but yes, we'll absolutely do something there. Well, I thought you were gonna announce something else. I'm I'm gonna put us well, did you say you're doing a charity fundraiser uh yeah, for but I'm wrestling. I'm I'm having a wrestling event at it. As nice. one of the and, and what's the charity? Uh, it's called uh, the Ties That Bind. It's a challenge course um, here in uh, Seminole County at Castleberry, a few cities from us. And uh, it's, a, it's a team bonding challenge course. But like a lot of our kids that are in juvie uh, go to this and learn how to work as a team. You're only as strong as your weakest link, meaning you got to go through these crazy challenges, these obstacle courses that like if you fall off, you fall from like 50 feet up in the air and you die. Like you can't risk these, you know, not coming across as a team. Yeah. So it's really impressive how it's all set up. It's hard to explain. We also have um, we, I also want to be able to uh, make it um, inclusive for special needs kids as well. And uh, we're going to add on to this challenge course with this fundraiser along with, you know. Uh, clean it up and make it nicer. And it's been around for a long time, this challenge course, and it's very, very famous here. Um, cops use it. Firefighters use it. Professional baseball teams use it. With They have good managers and are smart and understand how smart it is to get your team to work as one mm-hmm. single functioning unit. Anyways, so that's what the, the obstacle court or obstacles, that's what this fundraiser is for. And how much are you looking to raise? <sighs> I don't think there's a set a number. I got to check it again. I don't believe there's a set number. It's part of my leadership Seminole class that I'm a part of, Seminole County. Um, I'm like one of like uh, 50 people in this, in this. Can they take donations online? Yeah, I can send everybody the link. Yeah, po- post it on Twitter. I'm going to make a, a nice donation to that. And I was going to say, speaking of the proprietors of this, let's make some announcements to put Raj on the hook. Mm-hmm. We're going to live stream. If we can live stream that, we'll do that. And we'll do the super chat donations on YouTube on Wrestling Inc. All that money will go to your fundraiser. That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, let's let's rally the community behind this and uh, help raise some money. It sounds like a very worthwhile cause. Maybe I'll do color commentator. And they can see my old butt come out of retirement one more time. I think the fans, I, Matt, I have a feeling we could raise quite a bit of money doing that. And with the super, could you imagine if when you were on WWE TV, if fans could have like thrown dollars through the internet at you, how amazing that would be? We'd, be, we'd, we'd all be hooking up Ricochet. We'd be hooking yeah. up all of our guys that we don't want to see buried. Absolutely. Uh, cool. Well, that definitely uh, sounds worthwhile. And uh, let's definitely see about live streaming that. But please do tweet uh, the donation link. Happy to support it. Chris Patterson with the Super Chat saying, if AEW brings in a secondary title, who gets it? Jeez. That's a tough question. Is it Co- Cody doesn't need it? A Sammy Guevara. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I like that pick. I like that pick. I like that pick. I got nobody better. Uh, I was gonna say uh, what's it? We just said him earlier. Um, guy who, was do, who did a great pre-tape. Um, Darby Allen. Allen. Darby Allen chases him maybe for it and wins. Yeah, it. yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, Soundshop vlogs with the five dollars super chat saying we work in the event industry. Our calendar is being demolished until May. It's scary. It's our livelihood. Soundshop vlogs. You didn't have to give us five dollars yes. to say that. Don't Save your money. That. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can refund this. I'll see if I can find a way. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 
Um, oh, Raj is taking it and running it to Ryback right now. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't seeing that five bucks again. The the Miguel with two dollars saying, "Did you see Angel Garza's coronavirus tweet? It was uh, it was just one of those. Oh, it's all in the mind. Look, I don't. Know. I understand. I understand. People are skeptical. People are dismissive. People have a sense of humor. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I won't give you my uncensored thoughts about that. I will save that for off the air. Um, anyhow, back to AEW. Uh, so, Best Friends and Orange Cassidy came out, cleared Death Triangle from the ring. I don't know about that. I don't buy them clearing that ring. Yeah. Not with those three. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not with If I, if I have money to put on somebody, it's Lucha Brothers in a pack what about dustin rhodes promo in ring gear saying he's pissed off tired of the inner circle and he tells hangman page he's his partner tonight and they're fixing to do some cowboy shit man he's trying to get his tagline over but like dude it's already over he don't need the help yeah this whole night leading to this main event kind of felt like a bit of an aew troll job because <laughs> no, I'm serious. Because all right, so you know, Hardy puts out his final thing today with the Bucks, the final video with with the don't young. Tell Bucks. me, yeah, yeah, don't tell me. I won't tell you, but he puts that out. And okay. then so when they kick off AEW tonight with the opening thing, a pre-tape saying Hangman's gonna have a mystery partner. Like I saw social oh, blowing yeah. up, and, and I can see why. So then, so and then they put in the main event spot. So it's like okay, so like they're built, and then like you've already seen who's Jake's guy. So you know, yeah. like they 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 just start to cross the things off, and then you get to Dustin going, "I'm gonna be the partner," and I was like, "All right." Like it 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 kind of felt like they tried to hook you for a reason, and then like I mean, no disrespect to Dustin, but like that's when you know when you think mystery partner, normally that usually signals like Somebody's something new, something company. Yeah, so I think that's like a little bit of- as as super duper wrestling fans. Do you know what I mean? But like, there has been millions of times that the mystery partner has been revealed to a return sure. hardcore Holly. Or sure. A, uh, sure. No, 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 no. Hey. It just, I, I think, and you're right, and they can get away with it because of that, Matt. You're exactly right. I just think that they knew the situation, and they kind of felt like they could get two hours of suspense out of a mystery partner. So. You know, I don't know that they should have. Um, oh, so do you think then they shouldn't have had the Dustin promo and just continue uh, through the rest of the night until it happened? Or I mean, I don't know if I don't know if that would have. I don't know if it would have been any better. Like, who's a mystery partner, and then all of a sudden Dustin's music hits. I don't know if that would have been any better. I actually maybe it's better that Dustin did cut a promo to justify why he is. I'm just saying it was it was yes. just kind of it was just kind of well timed, cleverly done by AEW to kind of like I take felt, advantage of the situation. I felt they did it when they saw what happened. And they don't want Dustin, who's always getting pops, deservedly so, for the first time, get not as big of a pop and not big of a baby face a disappointed, Yeah, disappointed right. pop. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. saw it happen to Rey Mysterio. Yeah. No. I love Rey Mysterio. And it happened that one year because it wasn't Daniel Bryan in the Rumble. Is uh-huh. that a, a new term? Did we coin the term disappointment pop? Disappointment pop. Yes. I, 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 I was I was committed to the disappointment pop. And, and why isn't Blue Chew a sponsor this week? Avoid the disappointment pot. <laughs> we'll I'm going to write that down. Blue Chew will not allow you to have a disappointment pop disappointment with your lady. Disappointment pop. No, with your lady is disappointment heat. 
the next day, dude. Good. I'm just gonna include you. I'm just gonna like brainstorm with you guys before I go to my next Bluetooth like marketing Matt, can, meeting. Can Matt and I do the next commercials? Yes. <laughs> well, we actually have a new sponsor starting next week that you guys are going to be involved in, and uh, we'll tease it. But Matt, product is in route to you. It should be there uh, tomorrow or Friday. Hell yeah, love this yeah. stuff. Can't wait to talk about it. We get the it's going to be great. So. The rules were announced for the AEW Blood and Guts match. Two men enter the cage for one five-minute round. Then every two minutes, another participant enters. The match officially begins after all ten have entered the cage. The winning team is determined by making any opponent's opponent submit or surrender. No pinfalls, no countouts, or by escaping the cage. So there you go. God, nobody's rushing to talk about this, huh? <laughs> I don't like complex. I mean, I don't know why this seems so complex. But, I don't know. It's just war games, isn't it? I guess. Uh, you know what I don't like about these matches? is The match doesn't really get going until everyone's in the cage. So it just feels like filler. There was the same problem with the last war games. You know? Anyhow. Uh, so, Jim Ross had a one-on-one -on -one interview with Moxley. Moxley not medically cleared after last week's show. He says he's not feeling 100%. Didn't go into specifics. Uh, Ross says uh, the one on five odds are tough for Moxley. Moxley says he means what he said and calls out Hager after the power bomb. Uh, Ross asked him what his plan was for Newark, and Moxley says he wouldn't miss that show for the world. Says the inner focus uh, or the inner circle is focused on the elite, but Moxley is their blind spot. What'd you think of this promo, man? I like that. I like the wording of that. Actually, that's yeah. not corny, but I like that. That that, that is their one blind spot. I like that. They did well. They did very well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you put uh, you put these two people. You put Jim Ross in a pre-tape situation to a sit-down interview. You know, Moxley when you again when you uh, you know I mean, Moxley's not a bad talker live by any means. He feeds off the crowd, but I think especially, and we even saw this back in the days of the Shield, the early days of the Shield, when you can uh, when you when you have infinite takes and you have that soundbite, you want to get him out to say, and he he can deliver it, and and the show when so. You when you put him in those, but with the best part of my two cents is when you put Moxley or even Dean Ambrose in those closed structured setting segments like that, right? Where it's a sit down interview, let's say, right? I've seen them out there like doing PR for the company. The dude doesn't sit still. Like he is his gimmick. It's, yeah. I think it's awesome to watch because it makes me believe he is crazy. It oh. makes me think like he, at any second, if he gets annoyed with this interviewer's questions, yeah. he's going to get up and shove the mic down the dude's throat. Matt, like, I believe that about this guy. I, I know I do too. If, if, a true story. This is probably 20, I don't know, 2014 maybe. Um, I did, you know, I did a media interview with him. I was on the phone for the radio. Um, so that made it hard. You're on the phone. So you can't see and you can't like feel the person's like yes. cadence of speech. Right. And, uh, and it was a fun interview, but it was also tough because he just he had no rhythm to his speech. At one point, I like I, I muted my mic, turned to my producer, and said, "Is he drunk?" Like I didn't know, like because you know, it's, a podcast. Like we, yes, yeah, he just, saying. yeah, he just, he, he, yeah, he felt like he truly was the just this this crazy guy, chaotic, <laughs> yeah, believable. It was fun. I mean, it kept me on my toes. It, you know, it was, yeah, you get other wrestlers who are they're their characters, and they'll like slip into their characters in the interviews, and they'll do some sound bites as their characters, but they'll actually drop in and and be a little bit more. Yeah themselves but he he did not he was he was the lunatic fringe dean ambrose the whole time moxley cool. very much seems like a guy if he's not into something it just oh it is obvious yeah it is obvious when he's not into something yeah i dig it 
So the main event tonight, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara with Santana Ortiz and Jake Hager versus Hangman Page and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, Jericho mocking Page uh, with the beer, prancing around, I'm a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah, I think uh, Page pinned Guevara for the win on this tonight. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I was actually surprised by that. I kind of thought Jericho and Guevara might get the win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'll just stack against them. This was, yeah. This was good baby face from underneath type booking, I thought. You know, you had them in the inner circle out there versus just two, you know. And they're doing a good job with Hangman Page, I think. I really do. And then after the match, there was the brawl between the inner circle and uh, whoever was left from the elite. Uh, we had Omega run out, Cody, uh, Matt Jackson showed up. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. But they gotta Baldwin, get, get the Bucks squared away with the booking here. Yeah. They need just to be on top. I'm not just plugging them for the hell of it. Uh, I'm just being honest. They need to be the top of that damn mountain as tag team. And I don't know why they're not. I just, I this felt like a repetitive ending after last week. It oh, just, it's super repetitive. It was, it was a carbon copy. This yeah. is what happened to a small roster, but it's growing and the show will continue to grow. The good news is we're getting, we're getting a lot of chapters here. We're getting a lot of, sorry, we're getting a lot of pages within certain chapters here that in the long run, I believe, will pay dividends. I, what did I say earlier, right? That I get annoyed with. Sometimes they put women, uh, the women wrestlers they have on the roster that we've not seen in God knows how long, and they randomly put them out there in cold matches. And I'm like, well, I don't care about either of these two talents because I haven't seen them in God knows how long. Or you don't spend enough time on them when they were on TV, so I know anything about them to make me care one way or the other. So that women's tag tonight I thought was good, um, and it's a good sign. Um, and they need just to continue that. So sometimes there'll be things that look repetitive. Sorry, that are repetitive. But with certain talents, I think it needs to happen. I wish they did the same repetitive stuff with their top women's wrestlers, though. I do. Oh, I think uh, they got to keep it feeling fresh. I mean, this is – Chat's pointing it out. Like, we get on the WWE about this all the time, the repetitiveness yes. of it. We do. Um, we do. So uh, rumors going around right now that we're trying to confirm to talk about – about SmackDown Friday being reported by one outlet, but we'll see if we can get confirmation on that before talking about it on the air. Yeah, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting the same. I'm getting the same thing right now. That what? It's canceled. Uh, not no, canceled. Just, just give me a second. Yeah, Justin will probably be able to confirm this, but there was a uh, rumor, or I guess reported by one outlet, that it's going to be from the Performance Center this Friday, not from Detroit. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, if this is, does this? Does, if WWE, if, does this force AEW's hand? Does AEW need to skid off the road and not be in arenas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is public health, public safety. Doing this, I mean, you know, three three weeks of drastic action can prevent. Yeah, it just I think now's the time to be responsible. You think the AEW or do you think uh, the NBA wanted to suspend its season? I mean, do you think President Trump wanted to have to go and give that address tonight? I think people much smarter and more informed than us look at this and go, holy shit, we got to nip this in the bud. I think mm -hmm. uh, this is time to to defer. 
and err on the side of caution. I mean, hell, I got to think then SmackDown, or I got to think that Raw would be taken away from Raw this month, or from Pittsburgh this Monday then, based on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. <sighs> we will make it through this. These are minor inconveniences. Can I, let me ask a quick question yeah, about this. I apologize to the fans, no. but there's a quick question that's on my mind the whole time we're shooting yeah. this. If I should be pulling my kid out of school, he's six. So my understanding, they not being a lot of schools are being shut down. But my understanding is kids can carry it, but they actually aren't as affected because they're younger and have. It's, but they it's, can carry it and give it to us. It's the elderly people that are the most at risk. Elderly people which, with diabetes, high blood in, pressure. Which in Florida is scary with the number yeah. of elderly people. But he can technically give it to me, though, in my life, if he gets to school. Technically, it's possible. Um, but many schools are shutting down for this reason. Again, I think it's just let's take drastic measures now. University of Florida, I heard it right before my commission meeting today. They yeah. shut down completely. Everything's going to be online. It's. I mean, this is unprecedented in our lifetimes. I mean, even after 9-11... I mean, I think we were fucking shell-shocked after 9-11 as to hey, what in the hell just happened on American soil, but it wasn't like this, you know? Man. All right, sorry. <sighs> no, I mean, and that's the thing. And I apologize to everyone tonight about this. It's like, this is on everybody's mind. This is if, if you're in the audience and this isn't on your mind, you haven't read anything or watched the news or talked to anyone in the last couple of weeks. I mean, this is, uh, this is a big deal, and I think we just have to be really... Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's it's one thing for us, and I know we've all we've tried to do this in the past. It's one thing if like it's an election year and there's a ton of political debate and political discourse on social for us to like not touch on that and try to like focus on pro wrestling and what makes yeah, us happy with that. But but the, but this is this is this is this is a, a world issue that is a, that ties into wrestling and ties into everything. So we can't avoid talking about it. You know, it's just no. We just were trying to, and you just guys got reports about potentially something happened with SmackDown. Yeah. Again, it's slow the spread, man. Uh, I made the comparison today. Disneyland has rides with three-hour wait times, or you get a fast pass and go on later. So if coronavirus spreads too fast, critical care is in limited supply. Hospitals won't have the capacity. That's why we have to try and slow this down at uh, yeah. every reasonable measure we can right now. Um, so let's talk about NXT, which was from the Performance Center tonight. Which, and by the way, looked pretty good. It looked, Except when they showed the ceiling. Well... I mean, it can't. Well, it did because, okay, what, what I mean by it is, um, like three of the, I'm sorry. No, that damn feeling. I hate it. No, three of the four camera angles looked like this is full sale. Like this looks as good as full sale. And then they would do that low angle shooting up high. And then all of a sudden it reminded me of like watching indie wrestling on public access. Yeah. See, I popped. I popped because that low angle. Yeah. There's a giant metal fan, and it's and if you if you've ever been to the performance center, it says on the fan, "big ass fan." So every time I see it, I like pop. I'm like, "That's the big ass fan." Yes, that's the name of the company. It makes. I know, big ass yeah. fan. That's crazy. It's pretty creative name. Well, you Matt, you've been there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I pop when I saw that, but I I don't I don't know. I, I thought they did for all things considered. I thought they did yeah. a really good job actually making and it. By look. the way, the performance center is so impressive. Looking. It is. It is. Yes. Yes, I'm a ceiling aficionado, 13 Anarchy. Uh, big ceiling fan. The jokes uh, are for days, guys. Good ones. That's uh, if he's a ceiling fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyhow, tonight from the Performance Center, uh, we opened with uh, a, quite a lengthy video package showing the highlights from last week's show. 
Um, and we started with the North American title match, Cameron Grimes versus Keith Lee. Keith Lee retaining after a little bit back and forth. I mean, it was a competitive match, but yeah. did we really think Grimes was going to win tonight? No, hell no. No. Lordy, Lord, no. Hell no. The, the, the bigger story is what happened after the match. Yeah, no. Damian Priest came out, and then Dominic Dijakovic came out, chased, uh, ran down and chased off Priest. Priest taunted Dijakovic. Um, but Keith, but Keith, Keith thought that it was uh, – Keith didn't know that it was – Priest, not Dijakovic, who attacked him, and then he ends up power bombing Dijakovic. Ah. Like Dijakovic tried to like come to his aid and try to like stick up for him. So like that's like the next level of the story now. Now they need to be careful because Keith Lee's an amazing baby face. They need to be careful here because like, you've seen in the past how this could turn out the way that they do not want it to turn out. They want to create as men fighting between the two for whatever reason. I don't know why, but they. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> These fans are hilarious. those listening to the show right now. They got lots of fan jokes for Glenn tonight. They asked if Glenn's hit the ceiling. Um. Anyways, you've seen it backfire, though, is my point, with a baby, a predominant baby face that the fans were really feeling. And then they put that wrinkle in their uh, storyline where they have them, you know, get confused throughout mm -hmm. some scuttle. That happens. Yeah, I said the word scuttlebutt. Or a schmoz. Tomfoolery. Yes, I said tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. It's a Donnie Brook at the end here, Matt Morgan. Yeah, I threw that in there too. Um, that happened. And then through it all, they he actually you know blames it on the other baby face. And then they take it out on the other baby face. But I've seen it backfire before. So I hope they don't do that with this guy. This guy is perfect. Just leave him alone. And it plus it's it plus it's Dijako, How you say Dijakovic? Dijakovic. Um, what's his first name again? Dominic. I was gonna say Dominic. All right. If you call him Double D. Double D. All right. So like we've seen them work already. So like, what's the outcome of that going to be? They're going to have to settle their differences now to prove that he really didn't do it to him. And I'm going to take it on. In the, like we don't need that. I was hoping it'd lead to a tag match. Where, where I think there'll be more miscommunication between the two, which they don't need. We've seen them feud with each other. The one thing I'll say, though, you know, Keith Lee's impressive in the ring. Dijakovic's impressive in the ring. Uh, Priest is impressive in the ring. Out of the three of them, I think Keith Lee is the least convincing on the mic. I think Damian Priest and Dijakovic know who they are voice-wise, and they know their character. But Keith, yeah, still Keith, figuring it out. Though. Yeah, still figuring, still figuring it out. out. He talks very differently. He... I can't believe I'm saying this about any human being, but he's almost too succinct when he speaks. He overly enunciates. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. In real life, that's like really a good yeah. thing. And for whatever reason, this is how his, his style is. So I think the more we hear from him, people will just see that. And he'll add wrinkles to his promos as he learns more. This guy's brand, you know, essentially brand new to WWE. He's been wrestling for years on the indies. I get that, but the WWE way of doing things is very different. And uh, I think he's a monster. I think he's a beast. And I think that dude is a surefire frigging main eventer for them for years to come. Just a few years to come. I know he's older. Um, sorry. So it looks like multiple outs are now confirming the performance center is happening for SmackDown. And now Good. the rumor is other events. So there you have it. Um, on WWE. Yes. Zook Enigma with the super chat saying, was it announced at the Performance Center tonight before uh, COVID-19 coronavirus? No. Actually, tonight happened at the Performance Center because uh, Full Sail had a conflict. 
Yes. Yeah, that's why. Um, and they did a very good job of dressing it up. I was very yeah. skeptical about how this was going to look, but it looked really good tonight. And I think, uh, man, SmackDown of the performance center. I don't know. I mean, again, I'm, I think that's kind of cool. I think the idea that they could do something different. It is. We'll yeah. take different and forget the rest of the part. Well, of here's, 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 a, here's a question, though, to what Glenn just said. Yeah. Because Triple H had told us that, that back in February. They did tonight's NXT at the Forum Center because Full still had a uh, commitment. So they let fans, a limited amount of fans, buy tickets to be tonight. Does this SmackDown at the Performance Center and any events before, forward, do they let fans come in? Or, like, what do you do there? Take people's temperature outside. But you can still carry <laughs> even if you're not showing symptoms. Yeah, like, do you let – because if you're letting fans in, it almost defeats the purpose of why you're not going to the arenas anyways. I was just going to say, I thought you were going in a different direction, Justin. Triple what? H announced it before because Triple H knew about this because it's oh, a conspiracy. No, no, and the Trump administration no, and Vince McMahon stop it, and the stop Illuminati. It, stop it. Stop it. Don't. Don't. <laughs> it. No, I, I have to let off some steam here. I, I have to, like, I'm so tightly wound with this shit. But uh, but answer my question. Should they allow – does it no. defeat the purpose they allow any fan in? Do not allow fans in. And pre-tape the show. Why does it even have to be live? The biggest – well, challenge they have is having to do a live. They can't do a live show with the audience because the results are going to leak out, so they can tape it. I, well, I don't know what the commitment is to Fox. Like, I don't know. What the, I don't know if there's okay. a, a thing that says, "Hey, you have to be live." So that's the first thing. Secondly, if you don't have an audience there, again, I go back to this. Pro wrestling is built off sound and energy. If you don't have a crowd there, unless they're putting family and friends and crew as plants as a crowd to make manufacture noise, which will be louder than ever. You know, there's, there's like a little applause sign that says applause now. I mean, like, what? how do you put on a wrestling show with no sound, with no crowd? I don't know. I mean, but again, people could get inventive with like, it. A, like, are we, are like, so now if we don't have a mania for Raw this Monday, if they move it to the Performance Center, do you not need an Undertaker versus AJ Styles contract signing? You're not going to do that at the Performance Center. Like, so many questions. No, here's what you do. You go online and you say, send us in your videos. We want to see what's the best reactions. And then they've got like little webcam style, like posted stamp reaction shots of fans in the bottom corner of the screen. Oh, just boy. like freaking out. Or just find a few fans you know that are healthy. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're saying that, um, what is it? Uh, uh, you know, like some stuff will be limited to friends and family. What if every wrestler gets one fan in the audience who goes through the screening process it's like TSA pre-check. They stay in quarantine so we know they're healthy. And all they are there to do at every WWE event is support their favorite wrestler. Well, true story. I do think the NCAA tournament with March Madness, I know they've like, they're not letting uh, fans, but I think they are letting select close family members to the players still come. So maybe. I know we get Brock Lesnar guy for Brock Lesnar. There's one. Yeah. You know, we just, we just need a select group of people. And I think. I'm uh, healthy. I'll fly down. Who who would you be there? Who would you be the sole fan for if you had to show up for someone? <laughs> the cheering there. section. Oh, I'll be there for any of them. Uh, I'll put on different hats. So I can like cover more ground. I can cheer for several. several and what people. if you get there and they're like, "We're sorry, Justin. All we have left is Baron Corbin." I'm a big Baron Corbin supporter. I know. Although he tweeted me today. Oh, uh, I, yeah. Th this is kind of news, actually. I had tweeted about. The, well, this kind of jumps ahead. Ron Gr Rob Gronkowski is part of our news item, and I tweeted. You know, Rob Gronkowski on his way to WWE, maybe a first good storyline feud is Baron Corbin because Corbin's also a former NFL player and Corbin gets good heat, so might you know work on keeping Gronk over the crowd. And Gronk, oh, excuse me, Gronk, um, or excuse me, uh, Baron Corbin uh, replied to that tweet and just said, "Pass." 
<laughs> so he's not a favor of such. I love Baron Corbin, but that's the thing. How how do you show up and be a fan of a heel? Like yeah. that would uh, ruin the dynamic. No, you show um, up and you boo the heel. You boo, you do what they want. Oh, so you're like that's how you're the fan? Is you show up for the fan? And yes, you play along. Gotcha. Are we just gonna keep going that next year? We're waiting for Matt to come back. I I don't know what Matt's got going on. Uh, we're, we're off the, we're off the rails. Uh, Colt going with the super chat saying just bring in Jim Cornette, just Jim Cornette. <laughs> Actually, yeah, okay, I've got the idea right now, and oh my god, they could stream this on the network and make money. They could break out the stops. All they have to do is give us an in corner camera and a live audio feed of Vince in gorilla position for yes. the entire episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Because he's the only audience that truly matters. I'm just, I'm, I, I am fascinated with what is going through Vince's mind. Because again, as I, as we mentioned before, he's a germaphobe. But at the same time, having an, anybody else tell him what he can and cannot do with his company, especially his baby that is WrestleMania, you know, like I'm just baffled by like what he, what the emotions of what he's tearing with, you know, and not that there's ever, there's never a good time to have WrestleMania postponed or canceled. Like, there's never a good time. But I would have to say, while there's, like, if you look at it, while there's never a good time to have WrestleMania postponed or canceled, this might be one of the worst times when dealing with the instability he's dealing with from the corporate structure and the stock and the questions Mm -hmm. and all all the word that he put out there that he wants to sell WrestleMania off to another platform and then it gets postponed or canceled. Like, again, there's no good time to have WrestleMania canceled or postponed, but this is the worst possible now there uh, you've seen the speculation there was no truth to this whatsoever no confirmation but people are speculating what if the kingdom of saudi arabia steps in and says hey hey you want to do mania over here like we're good are they good uh, i'm asking seriously are they okay i don't know i don't i don't i'll look at right now at the cdc site this is uh you know wrestling fans love to speculate and this was all over twitter today um oh, i could tell you that it is less looking at the cdc numbers i'm looking at now let me uh refresh that uh so but i guess it would be possible but i I don't know anything about the measures they're taking i'm just sort of reporting the uh here's the ultimate question yeah does whoever hosts it because they have lower numbers of this virus right do they want a bunch of people coming in from all over the united states that that are around it you have i mean have we heard stories about fans from the U.S. or Europe traveling to the Greatest Royal Rumble or Crown Jewel? I, I guess the impression. Is that big. Yeah. No, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Uh, John Nelson put up plexiglass in front of the fans like hockey. Um, if, I mean, if, 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 I'll, I'll be honest, if they move you know, the fans amongst each other to the, yeah. to, that, to the questioner who wrote that, it's not the wrestlers were worried about getting affected or wrestlers affecting everybody. Well, it's, it's each other. Cause there's more of them. There's more. And then, they home, and then they infect people. And it's like, it's freaking yeah. scary. I had this thought today. Aren't you guys glad you're married? Could you imagine being single right now? Dating was crappy enough with uh you know i mean think about we well okay matt you and i are the same age we grew up in the age of std fear and all this panic but now this is like a whole other level it's like just a coffee date with someone could be potentially an issue (laughs) oh for the next few months yeah 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 okay okay so raj just texted me confirming a smackdown the performance center thanks raj uh text (laughs) <laughs> no, Raj doesn't listen. Wait, we proved, Matt. We proved that Raj does not listen to this podcast 
at he, all. We have proven this, but he just wrote you the confirmation on SmackDown because he saw that we were talking about it, I bet. No, he said not sure if you've talked about this already or not. Uh, huh. There is the tell. Wow. Raj, I'm begging you. Watch your own product. That's where I thought you wrote somewhere earlier where you were saying you were going to commit the owner of this podcast to some things. I was like, oh, we can commit the owner of this podcast to a lot of things publicly. <laughs> um, yes. yes. Uh, Eddie O'Mangs uh, with the Super Chef saying, will you guys still do the podcast live? Look, as long as we're, we're healthy, uh, hey, I'm quarantined. Uh, you know, I'm not leaving the house for the foreseeable future. We're going to still do this podcast uh, as long as we can. Um, <laughs> for sanity. Yeah. But... Yeah. And like I said, we're going to do some bonus stuff. Uh, man, especially, God, can you imagine if we have to self-quarantine? we have some free time. That Limp Biscuit podcast is waiting. Oh, yeah. Colt Cohen saying, so I have to pick whether we hate coronavirus or Saudi Arabia more. I wouldn't say hate. Lord uh, <laughs> fans are hilarious. 13 Anarchy saying, Raj is too busy watching the big guy. <laughs> when, when, when do you go on Ryback's podcast? Yes, Matt, when yes. is that happening? Can I celebrate these Ryback comments about Raj? Um, <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, crap. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. I think it's 6.30. <laughs> I'm listening, Raj. Why aren't you watching is the question, Raj. <laughs> I know you're not. One of your stooges probably tweeted you or something. Right. Or a direct message to you. Slipped I into did. your DMs. Ryback right slipped into your DM and told you. <laughs> don't, you guys, don't, don't you guys feel like when we do this podcast – and Raj is not watching. It's like doing a SmackDown TV and Vince isn't at the building. It's like trying to get away with stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. That's all good fun. Okay, women's ladder match. This was unexpected and cool. Mia Yim versus Dakota Kai. I felt certain Dakota Kai was going to win hey, this. Hang on. Time out. You guys didn't finish? No. He yeah, waited for you. Went. He made me stall. He waited for you. We didn't stall. People want your insight. Matt, Mia Yim is going to the ladder match at... Uh, Takeover, number one. Excited, contender. excited, excited as hell for her, man. This was awesome, though. Did you guys not like it? I thought it was interesting after Kai winning the steel cage match, but maybe that's the thing. Kai can do something. Kai's got other stuff going on that she can do storyline-wise. Yes, definitely. She's a freaking dude. I love Kai, by the way. I, every one of them, I feel like I say that about. Yeah, because they're but all freaking great. Changes. I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. No, this is my favorite. No, this is my favorite. They're all good. They're all damn, and their storylines are good. That's just the, that's the, the part of this. These aren't just badass wrestlers that are just awesome in the ring, right? They are, but it's also their storylines are better. Yeah, they just are. Their characters are all very well defined. I don't get why they can't spread this amongst their entire roster on Raw and SmackDown. I don't Think know about. Man. Think about every female wrestler on NXT. It's not just a coincidence. Yeah. They're all got layered storylines for the most part. Like, you know what I mean? It's not just the fact, oh, they're women's wrestlers. Therefore, we're just putting them out. It's their their characters, yes, are all very distinct and very different. But their storylines, they have layers to them. We don't have, have that with anything else. I have a theory. Justin... Road Dog is heavily involved in NXT now, right? Since he stopped doing SmackDown I believe half so. a year ago. Yeah. So Road Dog, we remember when SmackDown, when the brand split happened, how Road Dog, I mean, SmackDown had like the SmackDown six of the women. Like they did so much with them, individual characters, yeah. they built them. I think it's kind of weird to say if you think back to 20 years ago, but I think Road Dog might have a good eye 
and whoever's working with him has a good eye for how to build a women's division. It feels that way, right? Yeah. yeah. It totally does, man. That's why I was so shocked that, like, they stepped away from him on SmackDown. I'm like, you guys out of your freaking mind? Well, I think he was burnt out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, I, dude, like, she's why SmackDown, like, I felt was good. Yeah, like, when I, fans were down, I'm like, guys, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah, the I, alternative I think, works. Yeah, I don't think the... I don't think the uh, SmackDown nor nor the Raw environment after doing it for a couple of years was just conducive to <laughs> yeah to, to sanity. Um, well, and not conducive to sanity either. I mean, yes, I mean Road Dog sanity, not sanity the group either. <laughs> Kushida versus Raul Mendoza. Me? Yeah, I know. I, I, I want to have something to say about this. Match. I got nothing. I'm sorry to be honest. I didn't dig this. Didn't care about it. Okay. Um, I was watching the news. I'm just going to be this. Is I know. Was... So let's talk about the Tyler Breeze promo interrupted by Austin Theory setting up something uh, perhaps with these two. I thought that was kind of cool. Yes, this was. And it's going to be a really good match. We know that. I'm still not there with Austin Theory yet. And I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm trying to get into this game and really dig them, right? Because I know so many others do. You know, he came with a following when he came, when he got signed here. So I keep trying to wait, and Justin, you as well, I know, are just trying to see what the big whip, mm. the big deal is with this kid, um, and hoping that I, I get to see it. But mm, yeah, just good job tonight. I'm just way more um, into Prince Pretty. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I've said it for weeks on end, so I won't go any longer. Just waiting to get it, figure out what what is what's the what's the hook about him. Okay, so let's talk about Rhea and Charlotte Flair, this face-off tonight. Um, Charlotte showing up again in full sail, them facing off, brawling around the ring. Um, Rhea did not look strong in this, which makes me think maybe maybe she's going to win this match. I mean, she's got to win this match, right? Well, Charlotte's not going to be the NXT when, Women's Champion. When's no. the match going to be at this point? We don't know that. I mean, they're going to probably do – I mean, they're, they're going to they're – WrestleMania, okay. WrestleMania from the Performance Center? Oh, that's true. That's they'll move back to takeover. If WrestleMania is postponed, it'll move back to takeover. You How are you going to do a takeover? No, you'll do. Ta they'll do takeover, but they won't do it with. Uh, they either won't do it with an audience or they do something like they're not going to. You think they're not going to do any programming? And they could move it to free TV if they decide. Hey, you know what? I don't know. But this match can't wait till July. I I think W. I can't believe that. I what was that, Matt? None of these feuds and matches can. None, none of them can sustain that. They, Just an they, off they, three months. You kidding I, me? I can't believe I'm saying this. Well, actually, I can't. And I've always thought WWE would benefit after Mania is done of having like a, a two month off season. Like Mania is done, you're off April, May, you kick back sure. in in June or July. Reset of a season, if you will. Yes. So I almost wonder if WWE is not of the benefits. I, I know. Again, I can only imagine. And, and Matt knows Vince. I don't shut down shut just suspend programming just like the nba and, and inevitably the nhl probably will and mlb will have to push back and try to pick this back up in the summertime as as we were talking about off camera when summer picks up higher temperatures maybe this this this, this stuff passes the the the, the initial effect you can't draw out undertaker versus AJ styles for two more months to wait to that match you can't fill every week you can't like you either have to do a subpar mania and i say subpar i just mean in the environment the performance center or you need to just suspend programming but i don't know i don't know what the i don't know how that affects the deals with with fox and usa their tv commitments i don't know what that means yeah. 
do they need to like run old programming? Like I don't know what that means. It's, no, it's, from the ratings, I'm sorry. Either. I don't under, I don't know what they're gonna do either, guys. I really this, this is unprecedented. But unprecedented. the biggest danger for WWE is when fans get out of the habit of watching WWE. Yeah, I don't know. It is so damn big, right? There. You know, yeah. it's such a monster right now that they're bigger. In my opinion, I'm being dead serious. It would do the company good to take the time off. Some, I really believe that. I agree. Some absence. Some absence could make the wrestling Mark's heart grow fonder. For the first time, WWE and over whatever many years, how I many decades, having an off season. Even if even if it's not on purpose, have no, even a, if it's a, hang on really quick, Ed, before I forget to say this, I'm sorry. But AEW, I could see you know Vince going. We're, we're just going to let our. You saw what happened back in the '90s, and when we just when we were running tape shows, our competitor went and started putting live shows out there and giving away all of our spoilers and yada yada yada. We can't could fall asleep at the wheel with this new up and coming company, yeah. even though he no sells AEW. Still, for him to take three months off TV while AEW continues to film. I think is a will play a part of that. Well, AEW would have to stop filming too. They would have to take the public yes. conference thing. You know, so if they stop, yes. but then it's also a case of like what that's going to do to WWE's revenue, and then and then I mean, I think I think all investor, I think all investors and business across the world know all investor meetings moving forward is going to be very weird reporting because of what's happening to the economy because of the virus. But if AEW is willing to stop and, and suspend, I think I don't know, it'd be possible for WWE to do it. I'm telling you from a logistical point of view, I think they're going to pre-tape a bunch of stuff and then send people home because the problem is you can't have people off during the week. You can't have wrestlers go home, spend time with their families in their communities, travel back for WWE and risk everyone. That's why uh, I think you just stop altogether and just wait. And and, then, just, and it's yeah. a trickle down. It's a trick not to get selfish. It's a trickle down. What yeah. does that mean for wrestling Inc.? What does that mean? Like, yeah. if there's nothing new, if there's no new backstage developments, if there's no new storyline happening, and contract signings, like, I mean, it really does. It's a trickle down. Like, what what happens? What are then? we going to talk about in this podcast? We're going to show up every week and just talk about uh, the WWE Studios films. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, I don't know. This... I mean, I, I know we're getting a little off, but it, but this, I mean, the direction we're headed. The, no, so the direction we're headed. No, I know. This is this is this is the world we're living in. Doesn't it feel like the past couple of days? Like this is. The weird movie shit. Walking Dead. I want to go that far, but uh, I have discussed with the Dude, wife. I was just on my walk and trying to pick up latex, uh, non sorry, non latex gloves for my son to put this ointment on for this rack that he has. Right, and we have to wear gloves. When we put on this this medicine so we don't burn our hands. Yeah, and there's new gloves, alcohol, cotton mm-hmm. swabs, uh, band aids, zero in four Walgreens I went to, four. Yeah. No gallon jugs, nothing. Dude, two weeks ago we had to start making our own hand sanitizer, which is actually remarkably simple because we couldn't find any. You know, I mean, it's nuts. So Eddie Omering, uh, thank you for the super chat saying, do you think any wrestlers have coronavirus? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, statistically, they travel a lot. I mean, Matt, aren't you glad you're not on the road right now? Wouldn't you feel like you would be a much greater risk to your family and community? Yes, definitely. I'm, so, I'm so, supposed to be. I'm supposed to be. At, we're supposed to have an IWC wrestling show this Saturday night. I'm waiting to find out what are we doing. Like, are we still doing this? I just think like I'm not going in and shaking everybody's hand like like your customers no, supposed to do. No, no, and just tell people up front. You know, I was in a uh, very important meeting yesterday, and I was just telling everybody up front. 
you know, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I also don't want to be that guy to go shake your hands and you really don't want to shake people's hands and I'm forcing you to do it, you know? So elbow bumps and like foot taps. Give <laughs> me a foot high five. I was like, "That's corny as hell," but I'm stealing it. I'm just gonna start bowing. I think the Japanese have it right. I think uh, you know, there's no, no contact. contact. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, speaking of travel, Finn Balor's headed to NXT UK to confront Walter. <laughs> Why are you laughing at this? It's just an odd, odd time as we're trying to tell everybody not to travel, and we're sending we're a storyline. We're sending a superstar over to Europe. <laughs> In fact, it was, you know what's funny about this? I mean, this is why I'm laughing about this. I was watching Trump's address where he was talking about the travel ban on returning from Europe. Literally, as Finn Balor's holding up his passport in the promo, it was a, like so absurd. It was funny moment. So what are they going to do with that? That's obviously, that can't happen. So hang out in Ireland. What else do they have going on? NXT UK can, NXT UK will shoot from the UK. So she Finn can hang come back. Why does Finn have to come back? right now ever no not no i'm saying right now like you know i don't know and again dude this is the cool thing man finn could do something with walter they could do stuff they could do stuff on sets they could stuff in different environments i'm saying think about what you think wrestling has been due to the arena and the live audience it just opened up so many possibilities this could end up being a great thing for wwe creative we bitch every week about the same the same the same repetitive 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 now they have constraints that will force them to do something different potentially and i think that is good for wrestling anyhow Women's ladder match qualifier. Oh, oh, wait, but backstage uh, we did see Raul Mendoza got kidnapped by two luchadors. Yay. Yeah, they love to use the, the parking lot of the Performance Center. I've noticed that the parking lot is where a lot of shit happens in NXT. Yeah, they don't have too much <laughs> there really to shoot things from to make it to make the aesthetic look different. That's yeah. why they do that's why they do all the backstage things where the guys have their own flags and banners to try to make each of their like spaces look unique because they don't have a lot of space at full sale or the performance center to shoot pre-tapes. You're right. Um women's ladder match qualifier Tegan Knox versus Diana Perrazzo and uh Tegan Knox getting a win here pretty easily. Tegan Knox is another one man. So great. So good. This was good. I dug this. Yeah. Uh, we got the teaser vignettes for superstars. People are speculating one was Killer Cross. People are speculating one Scarlet Bordeaux. Um, it, said, it says, I think, in one of the vignettes, it said like TikTok or something like that, which is what Killer Cross's shtick is on social media TikTok. It's every wrestler's. Go back to 2010. That was mine. Teasing going to WWE. By oh, oh Matt Morgan Bro. just confirmed it, Raj. Matt Morgan's coming back. 2020. Yeah. And uh, Caden's correct. The UK is a band. It's Europe. Uh, Finn Balor from Ireland. I don't know. Part of the UK. Uh, hey, who here's knows? Here's the question. If you're in Europe, yeah. if you're in like Italy or France, if you it's open borders, if you can get to the United Kingdom, will you be able to fly out of the United Kingdom to the US or they look at your passport and say, oh no, you're not flying? Like, I don't know. And it, good question. I don't know. It did you're, seem you're a open border, so you can get anywhere. Especially, it's not like the UK is uh, like a, a safe zone right now. I don't know. No worries. Yeah, I know. It's very strange. I Aruba. Aruba. <laughs> just going to go to Aruba. <laughs> Some my wife, I was like, we should just go to the mountains. Oh, my wife is way braver than me with this. She was like, really? 
Yeah, she's like, Dude, we need to take advantage of like this cruises. We need to take advantage of these flights. Let's go. I'm like, wow, where did you get all this bravery? Like, because it's usually reversed. Usually, yeah. me talking like that, and it's her. No, we need to be, you know, we need to be smart here. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, now if 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 you want to travel and uh, feel really good about your immune system, now is the time to get a deal. Uh, but you will have to self-quarantine when you get back. Uh, so let's talk about the NXT tag team title match, the Undisputed Era versus the Broserweights. How freaking much longer is this show? Good lord. I know. I know. Th- this is th- – I'm just going to say this. Like, yeah. this is the toughest podcast definitely we've ever done. And I've you had know, podcasts where I got, like, shitty personal news before I went on the air, and those were yeah. easier than tonight's. This is rough. This is like the never-ending damn NXT. Sorry, no offense, NXT. There was some good stuff on it, but anyways, Broserweights versus. Go ahead, say it again for everybody, and say who won if you could, if you have it in front. Uh, Broserweights versus Undisputed Era. Velveteen Dream came out, uh, was taunting Undisputed Era, said he was using strong to get to call him the NXT title. Um, so yeah, Dream cut this promo. This is going to happen in whatever form takeover happens in. Maybe it happens on TV. Who the F knows? Uh, but then we had Dunn and Riddle in this match. It was competitive. Dunn and Riddle won. The Grizzled Young Veterans came down to the apron trying to distract the champions, but Dunn took care of them. And uh, Matt Dunn, uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn retained their titles. They're really going with him. That's for sure. I can't believe they're still champion. Or I can't believe they're still together. As, as yeah, I would have predicted this. And I crapped all over at the beginning of the Dusty tournament. That this is all they do is put singles acts together in a tag team tournament that nobody's going to talk about later on. Yeah, Granted, we're not going to be talking about that tournament later on. When we, I think we, we, we haven't. Um, but this tag team itself, we are and everyone is because this worked. Say what you want. The tag team between these two work. So the final segment of the night, Tommaso Ciampa coming out to the ring, interrupted by uh, Johnny Gargano. Ciampa's uh, cutting a promo. Gargano interrupts him from backstage. Ciampa mm-hmm. goes backstage, beats up Gargano. They're like effing things up in the weight room. Yeah. Uh, this was a crazy fight. Went back into the ring, up on that perch, which looked super cool. Um yeah, this this was an awesome brawl on like the worst night for people to pay attention to it. Uh, this was really good though, and uh, yeah, still, still not feeling Gargano was a heel. Yeah, but this He's fight though was so excessive. The fight was very excessive, and they've already proven that their fights are very excessive and very real looking. But I still feel the character for Johnny Gargano. I still feel he's playing wrestler, as Vince used to say to me when I first started. He feels like I'm playing wrestler. And I remember going, well, what do you mean? None of us are actually real wrestlers. You know that, right, sir? Kurt like, Angle was. Except for Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. And like, yeah, okay, I get it. But we all are playing some form of a character just dialed all the way up. But sometimes it's really obvious. You know, yeah. and, and Gargano, I just don't buy as a heel. Well, what hurts too is when you put Gargano side by side with Ciampa. Ciampa looked like the maniac heel. Gar- Gargano looks like your you, Gargano looks like the guy you, you you trust to take your your daughter to. to yes. You know, no, it's just, no question. I would totally trust him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, well, Johnny will have her back. He'll have her back ten minutes early before curfew. Jacket on, football in the arm because he's the running back yeah. for high school. And he's learning, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I kind of get what Matt's saying, but it was a good attempt. 
you know, for a small intimate crowd there, they did a big, big spot uh, off the person of the table. So yes, they did. Yeah, they worked incredibly hard, and the dynamic between the two is excellent. Obviously, and the matches they put on are freaking awesome. Well, and you can tell you can tell they're close friends off off screen because there's. You can tell when performers are close friends because there's a certain level of trust that that they exhibit on. But don't camera. you feel that hurts the feud sometimes because you don't buy it? I don't buy these two hate each other. No, you know, I, I've poo pooed Sami Zayn, but you know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they they exhibit so much trust that it, I, I never get bored watching them fight when they do. Let me ask you a question: Do you ever? That's a different type of entertainment that you're being entertained. You're being entertained by the ring action and the psychology of the match but there's no way in the blue hell or in blue hell are you sitting there going this guy really hates this correct guy. They, they could never convince me they're gonna be in the airports opposed from each other yeah right i they, you know yes and there's more to it when you can suspend your disbelief like that yeah it's not like brett and owen in 94 when they purposely made sure they never traveled near each other and stuff mm-hmm. like that different time so Weird nights for both NXT and AEW. I, I they, they, I mean, I, was there one air night? They were both fine, right? They're both on good shows, but yeah, they did not overcome the cloud that we are living under currently. Nothing can. Nothing can. I would like to see an episode of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or AEW that could overcome such a thing, but this was an unfortunate. No, because we're we're oh yeah, we all just got like an update tonight, like you know, yeah. Shit got major, real. Major update, and it's getting real. Like it's it's moving so fast. Just talking to you before we went on the air, like all the stuff yeah. you were saying. It is <sighs> crazy. Uh, so, man, man, WWE can't catch a break because the big headline they wanted everybody talking about is that Gronk is signed with WWE, and uh, yeah, Damn. that also overshadowed by all of this. So what does that mean? He signed. Is he going to go to developmental learn and everything, or like what is it? What does that mean? Uh, There's no word on that. All it is is that he's he's going to be a member of the roster, but he's not going to be like every week. It's going to kind of be like a special attraction kind of thing. So um, there was thought that maybe his first appearance might be at WrestleMania 36, but that probably ain't happening now. So uh, is he retired? From football, he is, yeah. Okay. And it's interesting. He retired from football at the age he did for, uh, you know, for fear of head injuries and concussions. Yeah. Uh, you know, so and he's going into a, a genre that's physical in pro wrestling. So. It is, but there's no more of those chair shots to the head that cause 90% of them. Yeah. Yep. So there you have it. Yes, Thank sir. You, everyone can, for hanging with us. I can give a cheap wrestling ink plug and say that uh, tomorrow, obviously, on Thursday, we will have the news that comes out oh, from yeah. Tampa government. And myself and Nick Hausman, we do the Wrestling Inc. daily podcast that will come out in the afternoon. So whatever comes out tomorrow in the first part of the day and whatever new news, myself and Nick Hausman will have immediate reaction. You can subscribe to the Wrestling Inc. daily uh, separate sister or separate brother channel to this one. So I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. There you go. Everyone stay safe, stay healthy. You're hearing it all the time. Wash your hands, use some common sense, protect yourself and your loved ones. And let's look out for one another until next time. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Justin Labar. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here Friday. Smackdown from the performance center talking about Friday night on the wrestling Inc podcast. Take care. Love you guys for watching. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 